Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage. Drive car of the year. Welcome to it. It's a Monday night. This is Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler coming to you live from the uh, Sports Day studio. And hello to our listeners throughout the Super Radio Network, uh, also through SEN and Southern Cross Stereo. You can get involved anytime on the show. 0457 736 736 is our text number or 1300... 011170 and a special shout out to tonight, gents, and welcome to the show, by the way, boys. Howdy. Uh, to our listeners uh, listening through 2LM in Lismore, the mayor there, Steve Krieg, has just confirmed that an evacuation warning has now been issued for low-lying areas oh. in the north and south of Lismore. Residents in these parts of town should prepare to leave. Uh, Wilson's River expected to peak at midday tomorrow. Haven't they had enough already? Mm, terrible. Terrible stuff and, you know, the... The uh, the ground not properly drying out, and from the last floods, which is only, it was only weeks ago. Let's just hope and pray that it's nowhere near as bad as as we had a few weeks back. How was your weekend? Busy, busy. Oh, went to note, Sydney for hard, uh, yeah. it was in Sydney for the games. Obviously, calling the games. Um, yeah, pretty busy actually. We did the badge, and I ended up travelling also to Suncorp to do the we did together the Queensland Derby. No, no, we don't no. we don't travel together. It was a pretty good weekend of sport, but great weekend of sport. Not only the rugby league, uh, a few contentious decisions around few. refereeing blunders. A couple I think. of great comebacks. Great comebacks. Also, the boxing debut in the US of Tim Zhu, which no one anticipated was going to go the distance it did. But also the MMA in the in the Knights match. Oh, Mitch Barnett, yeah. And then Ooh, early Sunday morning, we had an, an Australian win a world title as well. The blonde bomber Ebony Bridges. Yeah, yeah, world featherweight champion. But Tim Sue, he didn't wasn't fighting for a title. No, no, no. yeah, getting closer. Uh, can I mention the Aussies winning the the third test in Pakistan yes. Friday night? That you was can. so long ago. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Joking. No, I'm only joking. Was it was, that? that was great. Actually, it was a great way to finish. Also, the captain, the captain taking the last wicket. Great to get a result. Wouldn't, wouldn't say that was the biggest moment of the weekend, would you? What do you mean? An historic series in, in, in Pakistan. We haven't been there for 85 years. So that's your biggest moment from the weekend? One of, yeah. yeah. I'm not no, saying no, it's the, the biggest. I said, well, Did I say it was the biggest? I, I said, would you, I wouldn't say it's the biggest because there was something going on at home that was massive. I'm sorry, Gary. You've forgotten about it. Your wife's birthday. Oh, that was massive. Yeah. <laughs> My wedding anniversary yesterday. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. We, 12? 11. 11 years. Yeah. Yep. We celebrated for you as well. Mm. I may have sent you a text on Saturday night. I got reminded by your wife today. Yeah. Yeah. I, can't, I don't And know the topic was weird. No, no, it's but right. probably no, the- Let's um, not talk about it on Probably the, the biggest yeah. no, biggest sporting moment over the weekend was- Here it is. Buddy Franklin, there you of go, course. Woody. Buddy Franklin was a what? huge moment. 
Can't Thousands believe you goal. forgot it. You say you're a Swans fan. Did yeah, you no, watch great. that? Yeah, I did, yeah. He's only sixth person to do it. Yeah. Mm. Would have you kept the ball? Yes. I reckon I would have. But I, I I see that the guy that caught it has presented it back to him. That's that's very um, – that's great of him. That's – it's yeah, I, I'm very honest of him. Well, maybe he's been given the heads up that actually if you if he kept it, many may have thought that he'd stole it. Can't you keep it like a, in yes. in baseball? You can keep the ball yep. and some sports you can't. In was, forty, can you keep a league keep a league ball when they kick one out? No, you got to really? throw it back. What, so, but you're, you're you're expected to throw. But if you it don't, back. you've got to clean AFL it. AFL the same, cricket the same. Would that have been stealing if he had kept it? If if, if we'd be if we were talking today about. Who has someone got that ball mm. and Buddy's looking for it? Would they be saying the police? We're getting the police. Involved? I think because of the situation, maybe not. He would have gotten away with it because everyone else was on the field. All he had to do was just tuck it under his arm and walk out of the SCG. That was crazy. Onto a bus, and he would. Oh, he don't reckon cameras around the precinct, no. but he did a, take it home. Yeah. No, so he took it home and he went out with his mates after it, and then he said, "I felt so uncomfortable that someone's going to break into my house. I left early and went home." <laughs> So, you know what else? Well, there was like 20,000 people out there. It was madness and chaos. Mm. And, and those people that ran out, that, yeah, they'll be able to say, oh, I ran out of them. And I, I went to the, the first ever Origin game, and I've, I've since, I reckon, 300,000 people have told me they were there. I was there. Um, and they'll be able to say they were there, and they ran on the field when Buddy kicked that 1,000th goal. Um, mm. But do you know what, what else went on? That, and it was pretty chaotic, but you know what else went on I saw? Right. A lady emptied the ashes of her grandmother, who was a mad AFL fan, on the ground at she that time. took an opportunity. He took an yeah. opportunity to put grandma's ashes That is there. a great idea. Some people probably got now, married. Now, is that illegal? No. No. That's, that's sentimental. That's all right. Okay. Ashes are okay. Chip packet, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 0457 736 736 is our text number. On the back of uh, that AFL fan catching Buddy's ball, uh, which or what one sporting – is it which or what? It's which. which. Which one sporting item would you keep? Which what? Just which potato, sporting potato? item. You don't have to say. Is it which, Which Oprah? sporting item? What? Okay, it's no, what. <laughs> so what one sporting item would you keep? Mm. I, I, I'd, I'd love to run out in the Caribbean and grab a stump and keep it. I just want to be in a – well, from any game. Yeah. It doesn't was, matter. It doesn't have well, to be anything that's no, a test. like any sort of monumental game. I remember the Steve Waugh when he made that huge 200 in the Windies. What about the ball that he hit to and get the last? Cat ran out. The, <laughs> the last ball 100 from Steve Waugh at the SCG. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can't keep cricket balls. You said that. Yeah. What about what about Shane Warne's ball of the century ball? I'd oh. love that. Mm. What about... That from the 1980, that first ever Origin game I'm just thinking about. Old leather ball. Yeah. With the white stripes around well, it, well, the white paint what, around it. What about Arthur's jersey? Oh, I wonder the, whether he had all that all that powder he put on it, the rosin or whatever you call the, it. The, the resin. Stuff to, the hand resin, to make yeah. You stick, stick to the hand. What number? Sats, you remember what number he was wearing? He was wearing number 11. Gee, you're good. Front mm. row was at 11 13 back yeah. in the day. Kirk has sent us that a text, by the way, boys, on 0457-736-736. Legally, the ball is owned by the AFL. They co- could have caught a theft. Yeah. They've got enough money. Would they have? Would they, no, but, but for, that, for that moment, maybe the AFL would have wanted it back to present it to Buddy themselves. Yes. What's it worth? 
I don't oh. reckon it's worth much. Are you serious? What? There's lots of them out there. You could get any ball and go, this is the one. Oh. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, if a buddy happens to have True. signed it and said, this is the one I kicked a thousand So apparently got with. a pair of buddy's boots, which he's got three cupboards full. Well, that's worth more, the boots that he kicked the ball. No, it's not. Oh, good. Yeah, nice. It is. It's worth more. Plus, you've got mm. that smell of dirty feet in it as well. So that adds and to he's it. he's also got, apparently, allegedly, I don't know whether it's true, he's got bad tinea as well. You've so got, how much is Buddy's tinea worth? <laughs> 0457 736. Does he? Uh, this is a good win by the Swans anyway. Uh, what would you like to keep from a, a, a magical sporting moment? 0457 736 736. In case he's listening, I'm just distancing myself from the tinier comment, buddy. <laughs> uh, what about Mitch Barnett, uh, by the way, boys? Uh, wasn't that a crazy elbow to the throat or jaw? Jaw. Mm-hmm. That it was, was crazy. Chris Smith. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, he didn't Les Boyd wind up with the elbow and – and hit him flush, but oh, and like, not, always, not premeditated. No, I think exactly. Was, I, was. The way I always look at these situations is a little bit like Jaden Sewer on Thursday night when he was sin bin for that that high tackle. It's the way the game is going, and they they let us know during the trials that's the way they were going to go. The NRL that did you have another option? Jaden Sewer had another option. He could have bent his back and hit him right under the ball and made a really good, really good technique tackle with Mitch Barnett. He had other options. And I'm not saying like you said, Badger. I think it was premeditated. Not a great look for the game. Um, and but he had other options in the, the way that he passed Chris Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. just to run past him, um, shouldering. You mentioned Jaden Sui copped a, an early plea, one week. Okay, yep. Uh, for that on uh, okay, what night was that? Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah, a long time mm. ago. And uh, Mitch Barnett will face the judiciary at six o'clock tomorrow night. What do you reckon? Six to eight. We're going to talk to James Huber from Fox Sports really soon and because he's referred straight to the judiciary. And usually when you're referred, I mean, it's serious. in the old days, you're looking at a, you're looking at a double-figure sentence. Yeah, now, I don't think it would be in this situation, but I think it's if, if anywhere from six to eight. How, how could you defend? Like, he can't, can't he, can he just put the white flag up and say, look, I'm not going to come to the judiciary, just, just, or does he have to front? When you're referred, like you've the got old to front. Day. So you've you got to front, front and you've got to plead your case. Yeah. And is he just going to go, I had a brain snap, I stuffed up? Or is he going to try to defend it and say, you know, I, I so, sort of saw him coming out the corner of my eye, but I didn't, so I braced myself and then up came the elbow. Yeah, from all reports, he's contacted Chris Smith from the Panthers to apologise yeah, as well. Yeah, him, I saw that. Um, Too late. Yeah, but also... the. Oh, the I think that's important. It is important. But the contents of that conversation also, they wouldn't go that far, but the contents of that conversation <laughs> could incriminate Mitch Barnett or he could be mm. really contrite in the way that he's he's saying, listen, I didn't mean it. I didn't intentionally try and hit you around the head and I'm, it's unfortunate the way that it turned out. Listener, what do you think? 0457 736 736. Mitch Barnett, what did you make of that situation on the weekend? He's really let the Newcastle Knights down. He's... They're going to be a big victim out of this as well. He could be missing for up to eight weeks, mm. and they need an enforcer like him. So I want to get our listeners' view, and we've got a lot of um, Newcastle listeners to the show. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Yeah, on our text message line, uh, loving the show as always, guys. Damo from a very wet Ballina. Hope everything's safe there, Damo, with you, family, friends, and Lismore not far away. If I could have un- unbolted the winged keel from Australia too after winning oh. the America's Cup. You'd be rich, wouldn't you? Wow. Oh, yes. I like it. Like it, Damo. That's our favourite text at the moment. Joel and Fletcher coming up on the show soon. Oh, really? Are we yeah. still putting up with them? Yeah. We don't need them for our show. They need us for their show. Correct. 
We don't need them. They're stealing our content again, but I'll, we'll talk about that when we catch up with them. Do you uh, think we just become content fillers? Oh, we just need to fill 25 minutes. Let's, let's so, just call Satch Woogie and Badge. Yeah, what it is is we go on their show and then we, it's on our show later on. Because you know I've noticed also they also catch up with SENZ. Oh, let's yeah. catch up with you know the guys from SENZ. I mean, It's lazy we, producing. It is. It, it is. is lazy. It's lazy. Absolutely. You'd never mm. see us do that here at Sports Day. Exactly. Hey, um, another big thing that ha- – oh, Chris Nelson coming up on the show as well, terrible with his tips on the weekend. He, he said to me off air, he goes, oh, yeah, but I did tip a winner, but I didn't tell you or the listeners. Mm. Okay, well, that's good. What about the Oscars today and Will Smith and – Will Smith, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. I, I got a, a great text here, Al from Lemon Tree. Who is sore now, Chris Smith or Chris Rock? <laughs> That's gold. Mm. If you missed, who it, got hit hard? Oh. So um, Chris Rock was the the host, I believe, of the Oscars today. I try to avoid it at all costs. I and love he, the Oscars. Oh, look, I don't mind it. I Bad love, nominations for best picture this year: Power of the Dog and. Yeah, well, we haven't been really able to go to the movies really because mm. of COVID, but. Uh, I prefer the Golden Globes when Ricky Gervais is is the host. But anyway, um, Chris Rock made some comments about Will Smith and Will Smith's wife, mm. and um, yeah, Jada, it was, Jada. It wasn't it wasn't cool, but he used the I guess the cover of comedy mm. to do that. Will Smith took offence to it, went up on the stage and did this. Jada, I love you. GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. <laughs> That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Did my name out of mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out of no! I'm going to, okay? That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. It was pretty confronting. I'm calling real. Had to watch it a few times. I'm saying real as well. What yeah, about you, Badge? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking the way that Chris Rock responded, I think he was he was purely shocked. He didn't know what to say. It's not like it was scripted, like he, he had a line to go to straight away. I think you said off the air, Woogie, there's no way that that um, Will Smith would have agreed to stage that where he was having a crack at his wife. Mm. And, and looking at the people around them, I don't think it was uh, – and his wife wasn't impressed. What she, what what does she suffer from, Sats? Alopecia. Alopecia. So, so the G.I. Jane uh, gag is around a former movie, Demi Moore. She yep. goes into the uh, Navy SEALs and – she shaves her head, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she suffers from alopecia, which is you know, hair loss, and um, not funny. He took offence to it, so he walked up and smacked him. In he the, then in the got mouth. up and accepted. Well, it was an the, open-handed. It was a slap, slap which is yeah. far more humiliating um, for Chris Rock to be open-hand slapped. Yeah, uh, but he then got up and accepted the best actor role, his first Oscar. Will Smith for his role as King Richard, Richard Williams, the, the father of the Williams sisters. Uh, tennis players, and he apologised, but he then went on to say words to the effect, well, Richard Williams defended his family to the end, and this is what love does. I'll defend my family as well. So I'm calling 
I'm calling that it was real. Yeah, me too. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Send us through a text. By the way, the best one gets a spinal ease pillow again tonight. It aligns your head and neck for a great night's sleep. 100% Australian made. You'll love it. Visit spinalezede.com.au. Badge got or oh, Sat's got a text before well, we Damo go. Well, Damo from Ballina sent a great text about the winged keel from the Australia too. What sporting item would you like to catch or keep yep. or take on the back of Buddy Franklin's thousandth goal? Now, Glenn, the reality king, says, how can you have a favourite text already when you haven't even read out my earlier text? <laughs> Of course, it's about married at first sight. Yeah, we're not reading that out. We, oh, we will later, Glenn, but no. we'll get to the... Badge, I think uh, we're going to outvote you on this one. Even I'll allow this to go through to the key, uh, to, on air because it's the last week of maths. It is. It's a momentous Thank occasion. God. And and five couples, Badge, who hate each other are going to make a decision whether oh, they stay together. Yeah. God. Jackson's going, I can't wait for this to be over. Hey, Adrian from Dural on that topic. He just cut me off. He just said, uh, Murray Taolungi and Jeremiah Nanai... In, if they sustain their form, are in his Queensland origin team. Sats, so Jeremiah Nanai is actually a Kiwi. A Kiwi, yeah. Mm. And, I think uh, he's aligned himself with New what? Zealand. He's sent as a Dane Gagai and Val Holmes. Uh, and Val Holmes developing into a brilliant goal kick. Yes. Yeah. You and guys on win. Mitch Barnett, it was a dog act, king hit, which equates to a minimum 10 weeks. I agree. Jeez. I said 10 weeks today. I, mm. I, I'd rather call it a cheap shot. I. Yeah, if that, like okay, that if, that, if that happened in public, that's a dog act. Yeah, but if you intentionally yeah. go out there to strike someone or you walked up to someone in the street and intentionally went well, to strike them. Well, he did do them, that, mate. I don't think he intentionally meant to elbow I don't think him he pre- premeditated yeah. it. I don't think he thought about it for a few seconds and ran past and hit him. I think it just appeared there. I think it was completely and he lifted reckless. The elbow. It was reckless, yes. but I don't think it was intentional. I'm not trying to defend him. And no, he will, get, he will get minimum six weeks. Mm. Let's see how it plays out tomorrow. Radio, right, this is Sports Day for the all new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year when we come back. Hoops. Oh, he's on NRL 360 as well. He's not the yellow, though, is he? He doesn't scream. No, no. no. <laughs> he's very conservative. <laughs> he's conservative? Yeah, he is. Jeez. All right. Mm. Uh, he joins us next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And it was an eventful weekend on the rugby league field. The West Tigers, again, disappointing on Friday night in their loss to the New Zealand Warriors. Of course, we mentioned earlier on what's happening with Mitch Barnett, referred straight to to the judiciary. And on the line, we've got James Hooper from Fox Sports, who is, one, a good friend of the show, but, two, he's a mad West Tiger supporter, so we'll try and get across everything that's happening at Leichhardt at the moment. Uh, how are you, Hoops? Yeah, good, boys. How you going? I should also say Campbelltown for West Tigers fans or West mm. fans who are... He's torn all his hair out, you know, Hoops. Yeah, I know. I, I notice that. I notice <laughs> that. <laughs> hey, Hoops, uh, over the weekend... They your badge. Yeah. They, <laughs> they do. Outside of the... Um, We'll get back to the, the result on Friday, which is really disappointing. I called that game against the Warriors. Over the weekend, it emerged an email that was sent to, um, to another broadcaster around Robbie Farah and, and what was apparently happened on the sideline. Um, as we know, Robbie's one of the trainers for the, for the West Tigers, uh, runs the messages. Can you just delve a little bit deeper and educate the listeners of, of what's transpired over the weekend? Well, what's transpired, Sats, is... Uh, a rival broadcaster received an email and the fan who sent the email claimed that 
uh, Robbie Farrar had delivered quite an expletive laden tirade on the sideline of that game out there at Campbelltown uh, and that he was directing the majority of the spray at the coach's box and specifically at Michael Maguire. Now, Robbie has since uh, clarified from his point of view on his social media uh, that that wasn't the case. He says there was a blow-up and that there was a miscommunication between himself uh, and one of the other Tigers support staff on the sidelines. But he has gone to great lengths and pains to point out he's adamant that he wasn't giving Madge a spray. The background to it all is that, look, the Tigers have obviously had a, a below-par start of the season. And I think you'll find that even as far back as round one against the Melbourne Storm, there were some interchanges uh, uh, made that certain players were unhappy about. I know that Joe Offerhan Galloway uh, against the Melbourne Storm was unhappy that he was basically kept off for the majority of the second half and only went back on for the last six minutes of the game, which at that point, Melbourne were coming over the top or had managed to come over the top uh, and the Tigers obviously ended up getting dusted. So there's a lot going on at the Tigers at the moment, uh, specifically in relation to the Robbie Farrer and Michael Maguire incident. Uh, Robbie has really tried to get on the front foot and say that he's been one of Madge's biggest supporters in his time at the club. Robbie is now one of the assistant coaches with the Tigers and look, Obviously, they just need a win. So they're headed up your way, boys. They're, they're up to play the Gold Coast on Thursday night at Seabus. Mm. And I'll tell you what, uh, if you're a Tigers supporter, uh, there's genuine concerns that not only could you be 0-4, but you look at their draw and it only gets harder. So, yeah, there's not a lot of light at the end of the tunnel at the moment. Do these cracks, hoops, and you've been around a long time, they, they never appear at the clubs that are going well. It's always when things are... When a side's struggling and people are looking for excuses or for reasons behind the dramas, um, and it's not really surprising that it's happening at the West Tigers because it's been a it's been a long struggle for them, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really good point, Badge. Like you look at the Melbourne Storm, you don't see this happening. The Sydney Roosters, Penrith, you just don't see this kind of an incident uh, be played out in public anyway uh, at the stronger clubs. So. Look, uh, the Tigers are an easy target at the moment because uh, of the way that they finished last year. They'll flog 38 nil by the eventual Wooden Spooners Canterbury in their final performance of the season. And from what we've seen so far, aside from against Melbourne, I think this is a frustrating thing for, for a lot of Tigers fans. For 40 minutes against the Melbourne Storm, they looked terrific. They, they played... Uh, coast to coast in terms of they were prepared to take risks, throw the ball around. They had some real punch. Uh, and they obviously went toe-to-toe with you know one of the heavyweight sides in the competition. Then sadly, in the second half, they reverted back to the bad old ways and uh, errors. And also, it, it kind of looked as though they were trying to protect the lead rather than, than win the game as such. Um, and as a result, you know Melbourne's big game players stood up and the Tigers got run over the top of. So they just need to find a way to win. Uh, at the moment, morale seems low from an outside point of view. Confidence seems shot. Um, and they've just lost another one of their better players today in Stefano Utoy Kamano is out for a couple of months with Whoa. a syndesmosis injury. So, yeah, it doesn't... At the moment, for the Tigers, it does look as though, sadly, the hits are just going to keep on coming for a little while yet. The game on Friday night against the New Zealand Warriors... Hoops, as I, as I said, I, I called the game on Friday night, highly frustrated at, at both sides, to be quite honest. And 
I'm not going to apologise for my admiration for Michael Maguire as a person, as a coach. I think he's a, a damn good coach. But I look at that game and the unforced areas, errors, the unforced errors, I should say, that, that killed the West Tigers, that didn't have anything to do with the, the coach. It wasn't the coach's fault, the errors that the West Tigers were were shooting themselves in the foot with. Would you agree? Well, there's no question, Sats, that it's not all on Madge. Like, yes, he's the front man of the club. He's now in his fourth season as head coach. But the players are also trained professionals. They've got to accept a lot of accountability as well. The issue Madge has got is he narrowly avoided getting the chop last year, right? There was, there was very strong suggestions uh, and people at the West Tigers who were essentially openly admitting that they thought it probably was time for a change and, and Michael Maguire in all likelihood would have been moved on. Now, he managed to, to save himself at the 11th hour and, and get another opportunity, but the results aren't improving. He's only signed until the end of this season as it stands. You blokes have both been around this game long enough to know how this plays out. If they don't turn it around fast and all of a sudden make a run at at least making the eight, then in all likelihood... Madge probably won't be there. The cruel thing for Madge is, if you gave Madge... If Madge became the head coach of the Melbourne Storm tomorrow, right, I've got no question that Madge would be able to get results. The Tigers just isn't the right fit for Madge mm. as a head coach. Uh, look, when he, when he walked in, yes, he inherited a complete basket case. Yes, Ivan Cleary um, had essentially thrown the, the, the baby out with the bathwater in that. Um, he'd signed all those big-name players on long-term contracts. Madge got brought in and had to try and clean up the mess. And they ran ninth that year, but the trouble's been they've got progressively worse every year. 11th the following season, 13th last year. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of improvement this season. And out of their current roster, every single player Madge has either signed and brought to the club or he's re-signed since he walked in the front door three and a half or however many years ago it was now. So that's where Madge is going to ultimately, the, the, the buck is going to stop with him. Mm. What about Tim Sheens, who's brought in as a, somewhat of a coaching director? What, what say will he have in, in Madge's future and, and perhaps the, the reshaping of that team? Uh, you know, can he help Madge buy some time, even if they don't you know, come good in a hurry uh, this season? Well, you, Badge, you played under Sheens. You, you know what a football encyclopedia and so, so did you. You know what a football encyclopedia and mm. um, a, a knowledgeable style of bloke that he is. I've actually got a bit of empathy for Tim Sheens here. I feel as though the power breakers at the West Tigers are just going around in circles and couldn't get out of their own way. So they've decided to go and transplant Tim Sheens back from England as the saviour of the side, of the basket case. But now... He's been put in this role. He's not coaching. He's not involved in the day-to-day selection of the side or the style of footy that the team is playing. Yes, he's a sounding board for Madge, but where they've really jammed him is ultimately he is going to have a big say in whether Michael Maguire remains as the head coach of the West Tigers or not. So I feel for Sheens in that they've brought him back it feels as though they're half-pipe loading the gun for him and, and he's going to be the one or he's going to be the face of if they do eventually decide to make the tough call on Madge. But in terms of the day-to-day running of the side, he hasn't got any input into that. But certainly, you can see his influence already. The minute that he got here, the Tigers signed Happy Corusau and Isaiah Papalii from 
Parramatta. They're two of their better signings, yeah. I'd argue, in the last well, however many years it is. You know, you can probably go back to Gareth Ellis to the last time that they actually signed a, a, a fair dinkum, proper, big-name recruit who came and delivered. So... Sheens is going to have a huge influence on the side. I just, in terms of the running uh, of, of how the decisions are made around what happens with Madge, but I just feel for him because, like I say, there's, there's some power breakers at the club that have brought Sheensy back out here and he's going to have to be the one who, who makes the tough decisions. Before we get your opinion on Mitch Barnett, they play, as you said, the Titans, then the Sharks and Eels in the next three rounds. How many of those games do they have to win? for Madge to keep his job to be safe? Oh, look, I think they'll stick solid for now, Badge, because if they were going to get rid of him, you, you would have got rid of him at the end of last year. He's only signed until October this year as it is at the moment. So I, I can't see, unless they were to get flogged by a 50 or a 60 like we saw last year against the Melbourne Storm at the Sunshine Coast, I couldn't see them all of a sudden rushing in and going, right, that's it, yep, let's move. Madge has got to go. Yeah, I think good. they've painted themselves into such a corner now that that they've got to they've got to try and stay the course, and they've got to let Madge at least have time to to show how he can try and turn the side around in the immediate for this season. But beyond that, you'd have to say it, it looks as though it's going to be a tough assignment for for Madge to remain there beyond this year. Yeah, and. Mitch Bunnett, Badge just uh, mentioned uh, that incident on the weekend against the Penrith Panthers. Brain snap, however you want to call it. Uh, referred straight to the, to the judiciary. Now, um, the listeners, just educate the listeners what the process is now. And what's the thoughts at, in your conversations of what, how many weeks he should be looking at? Well, it wasn't great. It was off the ball and it, it was, uh, as you said, a, a brain snap or whatever you want to label it. Uh, I'd be thinking he's probably looking at between six and eight weeks that. Uh, The way that it works is you can be charged with a grade one, a grade two or a grade three offence or if it's that, if it's in the severe really bad category, then you just get referred straight to headquarters. No grading, just come down front of music and and they'll hear your case and then you'll obviously receive your punishment. So Mitch Barnett's got to go down in front of music uh, Tuesday night at NRL headquarters Again, I've had a bit to do with, match off, with Mitch off the field, and I've got to say, look, I really like him. He's a stand-up style of a bloke. Um, he's the sort of bloke that you certainly would want alongside you, but in this instance, I'm not going to try and defend him. Mm. I think he just he got it wrong for whatever reason. He decided to do what, he, what he's done off the ball, and I reckon that uh, the NRL judiciary tomorrow night will sit him down for a number of weeks. You suppose you, suppose you weigh it up against Latrell, don't you? Now, Latrell got six downgraded yeah. to five, so you'd think it'd be minimum six. Or... It's a new system now, Sats. It's a new system now in that Peter Volandis didn't like the previous system, and I've got to say I, I like the fact that he didn't like it because we used to all be critical that it was too complicated and there was degrees of difficulty and the square root of this and that and loading <laughs> and carryovers. And, and, yeah. It was convoluted and, and it, was, it, was, it was convoluted and confusing. So they have simplified it now. You get hit with a grade one, a grade two, or a grade three. You, it gets listed whether it's a first offence, second offence, or whatever. It doesn't matter priors, non-similar charges, all that sort of stuff. That's all gone. But then you go down and you front the judiciary, and they just decide on a punishment. So I, I would be thinking in, in this case, given it's a new system, uh, I reckon Mitch Barnett will be looking at a significant 
sit down. I can't see them, given the way that it looks and the shots that we've seen of the incident so far, I'd be very surprised if they go lenient. So, yeah, to your point about Latrell, what did he finish up with last week? Was it last year? Was it six weeks? Six weeks six. downgraded to five. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So if Latrell got six, you know, uh, Barnett's probably looking at six to eight. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a good look. Wasn't a good look for the game. Jimmy Hooper, Fox Sports. Thanks for joining us as always. Beauty, mate. No worries, boys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for your all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. It's a mess in the Sports Day studios tonight. Welcome back to it. We've just uh, got an eye on NRL 360. Everyone's yelling at everyone about Mitch Barnett. And in here. And in here. And that, Sats, you reckon he's innocent? Mickey G's. No, I didn't Sats. say he's innocent Sats, at all. Part of his defence, Mickey G's come up with that you could, you're kind of displaying in his defence, he's, <laughs> he's watching where the play was, not the decoy running, the decoy I can coming exact, in. I can, and oh, it was please. a knee jerk reaction. That was an elbow jerk reaction <laughs> yeah. out of the corner of his eye. Mickey G on the bus. Oh, look. That has to be. He has to try to defend himself. So I don't think. As I don't. As I can see. I can see exactly what Mitch Barnett was trying to do. Um, I don't think it's intentional uh, attacking the, the head of the player. I think he's completely reckless in what he's done. But there's completely there's complete difference. Yeah, you go yeah, and premeditated. A lot worse than he, yeah. he thought it would be. You go and premeditated. That's that's intentional. But I think it was reckless. And but he deserves he deserves a, a fair stint on the sideline. I think he'll accept that as well. We won't talk about the footy tipping right now because we've got a lot of text to get to. But we weren't we going to talk about it anyway. Yeah, we were. Why? I'm still the. Well, am I the chief around mm. here? You're the leader. Because yep. if oh, you four. were coming last or third, you, wouldn't <laughs> talk, you didn't talk about it all last year. Good point. But I'm winning. Anyway, we're done with that. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Lots of texts coming through. If you could grab a piece of something from a sporting moment, what would it be after that fan had Buddy's ball but well, gave it back? Adrian from Dural says, the memento I would want more than anything is Woogie's brain in a jar. Two reasons. It would definitely go. have the world's leading scientist mesmerised and be small enough to fit snugly in a coin pocket. Tend to agree. Um, we've got oh, a lot here. Uh, Buster Douglas's gloves after knocking out Mike Tyson, his first yes. ever defeat, Sensi from Tormina. Yeah. You know what I'd love? What's I reckon that? Parramatta fans would love. Mm-hmm. Jack Gibson's jacket. The big the fur coat. jacket. Yeah. Oh. You'd look good in that badge. That would look great with a Parramatta cap on. I reckon they'd, they'd love that. <laughs> now, uh, Steve from Dubbo, you've stolen mine, Steve from Dubbo. Um, you know how much I love my boxing. I'd love to get the gloves from Cassius Clay, as he was known at the time when he won his first world title against Sonny Liston. Is that 70s? 60s. In the 60s? Yeah. Sheesh. Fought him twice. I'm the only one here who was around in the 60s. <laughs> Woogie. Almost makes me chunder saying it, mm. but congratulations. This is not for me. On the wrong side of Anzac Parade's victory over my mob on Friday night. Regards, Rooster Muzz. Mm. Well, you said Rooster Muzz was a Rabbitohs fan. I the thought other he week. was. Why would he be called Rooster oh, Muzz? I don't know, but it is the right side of Anzac Parade. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Depends uh, on which way you're facing. Sure, that's true. Gluey from Newey says, "Boys, imagine getting Tom Brady's last touchdown ball before retirement. <laughs> 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 Maybe that backfired. Yeah, you're right." You're right. Mm. I mean, set out a lot of um, money out of his pocket for that. Evening, boys. For Rusted on South fan, would Schlossy's shoe hold any sentimental oh. value? Cheers, Jace. Do you know Only that story? To Julian. No. Oh, okay. So no, yeah, we'll tell you off the air. Jeremy Schloss was a player and 
Played for and Queensland. Yeah, yeah, good player. Oh, was this at the I casino? I played with the Chargers. No, no, they were on oh. a away trip, away game, and yeah. they got on the drink. Dubbo and, or somewhere. That yeah, Julian. Yeah, I do know it. Yeah, yeah I do apparently know it. Yes. disposed of something in his yes. shoe. Yeah. Hey, um, this is this is a good one from uh, Ads Eagle Man. Mm-hmm. Hoops said if Madge coaches Melbourne, he'd get results. Question is, if Bellamy coaches Tigers, will he get results? That is a great question. Ads, Eagle Man. I reckon so far he's winning the piddle. Would, uh, piddle. <laughs> the pillow competition. The piddle. The piddle of fiddle. You know what? Would Bellamy, Bellamy – would he get results? Would he, he get results? Tigers? But here's another question. It's a really good, a really good question, Ads, Eagle Man. Would he get results or would they be tough enough to handle him? This current play. Oh, I think that a bunch of them would probably leave during preseason. Well, they think Madge, Madge is tough. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm. They, they don't, they don't like a, a small portion of those players. They don't like the style of coaching of Michael Maguire because he is, well, he's black and white. He's in your face. He, he demands a high work ethic, hard work ethic mm. to get results. So, what style of players don't like that stuff? Well, I love that. That's exactly what you want. Exactly, and yeah. this is why Michael Maguire is probably not the right There's coach of the Tigers because of I'd say that club, the, the current playing group they've got now. He pushes us too hard. But um, and Craig Bellamy, guess what? He's a lot more in your face as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a good I, question. I think well that's, done. That's outstanding. That could even be leading the uh, the piddle. Can I throw something at you, boys, from NTG? No tongue, Gary. Boys, Barnett was bad, but a Melbourne protected. How can Big Nelson get a fine for what he did? And yeah. We're talking about that in the break. That was the swinging end. Funny thing is he oh. did the same thing last season against Parramatta and got a fine there. What he did with a clinched fist on the back of the head was intentional. Why would you have a clinched fist unless you wanted to belt someone? Mm. Yeah, he, he copped a thousand dollar fine. He went in with a lot of force. Well, Graham Andersley has said they got it wrong. Yep. So he's he's removed from that process. The the head of football, the NRL, uh, he's removed from that. That's the uh, match review committee comes up with that. And even if you're going to find a player who's a highly paid player, it's got to be a percentage of his. You can't. Find I thought a, they started a, doing. I that. know a thousand dollars is this the new system? Fine. For a player doing that, who's on five, six hundred grand a year, or maybe more, yeah. it's it's pathetic. Mm. It's like not even one percent. It's it's I can't believe how bad that is. Maybe how he's got low a that is. Ten grand more. Make him think mm. about it, doing it again. A thousand bucks, he'll go on oh, do that every day of the week. Maybe he's got a good accountant badge, and his his reportable income's only twenty grand a year or something. What? So <laughs> why no. should Graham Annesley be? Completely separated from the process. Well, that's that's just it. Maybe the process needs to be reviewed. I mean, Perhaps. he's the head of football, and and ultimately, all these decisions, he becomes guilty by association. I think quite often they get these right. They get their gradings right. It's really difficult, and they've got great people in there that are looking at the gradings, and of they've these, simplified it, and they've simplified good. it, and they yep. come up with a grading, and therefore you're going to get you know with a, a guilty plea or or not. But perhaps there should be another part of the process mm. that before they take that to the Put that out in the public domain. They should say it should be someone like Graham Annesley or someone at headquarters looking, just having a glancing at him and going, "Hey guys, all of that's great, but that one, that Nelson Asifa Solomona, well, you have to look at that again. You just have to have another look. We believe you got that completely wrong." Right. Yeah. And then you're gonna. It's it's a bit like having the yeah. you know the the bunker, isn't it? Yep. You, or the or the refs or the captain's call. 
Give them a captain's call. There you go, guys. You stuffed that one up. Oh, Steve said because Badge tried to make fun of Para fans. Can you play him saying, "I'm the tiger"? No, it's he's not a even tiger. funny. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, it's, it was I wasn't making fun. I was serious about the Jack Gibson jacket. Okay. Yeah, you were serious. Oh, it's outstanding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. All right. Oh uh, four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. You could win that Spinal Ease pillow Heaps tonight. Of text. We are getting lots. Uh, mm. Chris Smith. Before we go to the break, Chris Smith and Barry Hall both lead with their chin. Mal from Hinton. Thanks for your text tonight. More of your texts on the way mm. next here on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Plenty going on with your text messages tonight. One from Muzz in Newcastle. Can I read this one out quickly because it's, it's on our topic. Woogie, Sats and Badge having a past family connection and it being a swan's tragic. It was a pretty special night on Friday. Uh, to have a young mate's bloke be clearly best on ground, Isaac Heaney has really topped things off for me. Well and truly makes my all-time footy, heel, uh, footy highlights real. Congratulations. Huge. Mm. Huge thank you all involved. Kindest Muzz for Newcastle. Yeah. What do you reckon their ball's worth? Twenty-five grand. I've been hearing stories today. Can we get, listen? A really good mate of mine Ooh. who owns a memorabilia company in Sydney, um, Icons of Sport. I reckon we should get him on. We should get him on this week and not only talk about other items, but talk about what that would have been worth if it went on the market. Yeah, what what it will be worth. What about this one, uh, Adrian from Dural? Given soccer, football is the biggest sport on the planet. Daylight second. What about? The ball Diego uh, Maradona put in the back of the net when he scored the goal of the century, 1986 yeah. World Cup. Dance past low, no less than eight defenders. What about the, the hand of God ball? Mm. What's that worth? Oh, heaps. Not to England. Well, God's got it. <laughs> Supporters, they wouldn't like it. God's got it. Yeah. Great. Good stuff, Adrian. Um, also, in relation to Craig Bellamy, just before we went to the break, we said if Craig Bellamy, really good text message, if Craig Bellamy was coaching West Tigers, would he get results? Daniel from Prairiewood, listening on the SEN app, says, would Bellier get results if he was coaching West? Craig Bellamy is a great coach, not a miracle worker. Ooh. Mm. Oh, you know, we played that uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock thing earlier. Yeah. Brendan says, please, it's a setup, and everyone has lapped no. it up. The Prince's movie is number one. Chris Rock's tour sold out, and the missus is trending on whatever. Job done. I don't when did it sell out? The the tour must have sold straight out after he got punched in the no, it sold out before then, wasn't it? Yeah, what's the... Nah. You would not let someone say that about your wife. No mm. way. To a global audience. What are the stuff you say about my wife that sits in the next office from you? Well, we that. don't have many listeners. Mm. Sporty Gav is Creepy. talking about uh, Mitch <laughs> Barnett and saying about how much his loss is going to hurt the Newcastle Knights because of their depth. I, yeah, I tend to agree with you. Righty, this, this is Sports Day. Keep your texts coming. You could win that Spinal Ease pillow. We're doing it thanks to Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has just been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. 
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.